voices It's up to you and me To shine a guiding light and lead the way United by our cause We have the power to pursue what we believe We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, Vaughan Benison with you for this episode of New Horizons. Employment is something that a lot of blind and vision impaired people look at with a lot of trepidation. 50 to 60% or more of blind or vision impaired people who are of employment age are unemployed. When you consider the fact that people talk about the Australian unemployment being particularly high at somewhere in the order of 6%, that's really quite staggering. Blind Citizens Australia is looking to make inroads into this problem to discover exactly what's going on and to try some ideas of how it might be fixed. We've spoken to Naomi Barber a few times on this program, but uh, she's now heading up this project. She joins me now. You're working on something very interesting that uh, was funded by the National Disability Insurance Scheme. Yeah, that's right. We've been really fortunate at BCA to pick up um, some new funding this year uh, from the National Disability Insurance Agency through their Information Linkages and Capacity Building uh, grant funding round. Um, and this funding will allow us over the next 12 months to deliver a project which we call An Eye to the Future. Um, it's a really large and very broad project that focuses on economic participation of people who are blind and vision impaired. And what we've done is broken it down into four mini projects that allow us to um, provide opportunities for people uh, part of our community and employers to be involved in um, the promotion of economic participation. So economic participation relates to uh, those of us that are employed, that are in the workforce, that are taking a wage um, and that are participating in work-related activities. And what we find is that there are a lot of people who are blind or vision impaired that are underemployed, so um, may not necessarily be unemployed, but are definitely underemployed, so maybe not utilised to their full capacity um, or doing roles that they're maybe overqualified for, um, or that there's people out there in the community that really, really want to work and have the capacity to work um, that aren't getting the employment opportunities um, that maybe somebody else might have been given. So um, when we're looking at economic participation in this project, we're looking at promoting um, employment of our members um, and making sure that the employers around us are aware of how to do that in the best possible way. So um, if we break down the project, we're going to partner with a variety of different organisations to make sure that this is um, having a, a broad reach and, um, and we're enabling opportunities for people in a variety of different areas. But the first thing that we're doing is creating an online platform that contains forums and employment related resources and that will be uh, for people that are seeking employment but also for potential employers. So we're going to have blindness specific resources that can assist at both ends of the spectrum uh, to help people into employment but also to help people through the, re the recruitment phases. Um, and we hope that those resources will be of interest to a variety of different organisations, corporates, businesses, um, people that are willing to uh, take on new employees. So recruiters, HR, managers and decision makers, we'd like to have a look at those resources as well. Um, and following on from that, we, we're gonna be looking at creating some short videos which 
we'll be showcasing the skills and diversity of our community and we'll be highlighting stories of employment. Um, and we're really hoping that those videos uh, will appeal to employers, um, but will also appeal to people who are blind and vision impaired who are seeking employment and thinking about what employment looks like for them in the future. And this will give them a bit of an idea of some of the things that people have been successful with in the past. Um, the third, the third part of the project is um, developing an internship program. And that's where we will partner with um, businesses companies, organisations, corporates. Um, we'll be talking to the many organisations that we have linkages with and trying to set up intern programs that will allow some of these organisations to take on some of our uh, members of BCA um, and see what it's like to involve diversity into their workplace. Um, and again, showcase the skills of our community by providing some internship placements. Um, so we're really looking forward to uh, creating some relationships and strengthening some existing ones um, through the use of the internship program. And all of that will culminate with a symposium, uh, sort of middle of 2020, where we'll be inviting HR professionals, recruiters, uh, people who are blind and vision impaired who are currently working and other service providers related to employment and we'll be able to hear them share their experiences and explore the possibilities of what uh, employment is on the horizon and what people have done differently throughout the year and what successes we've had. Um, and we'll also be able to showcase those videos and, and share some of the stories of the intern program um, at the symposium where we will see all those parties come together and, and talk about the experiences. So it's a huge, huge project. Um, and it involves a lot of people within BCA, but also external of BCA. Um, and we're hoping to involve as many people as we can um, in the journey of economic participation over the next 12 months. Let's talk about economic participation or the lack of it in terms of the blind and vision impaired community. We've discussed on this program before that there's a significantly high number of blind and vision impaired people who are unemployed or un underemployed. Let's talk figures for a moment. What, what sort of figures are we talking about in terms of underemployment particularly? So some of the, the figures that we've read recently talk about around 58 to 60 percent of people who are blind and vision impaired being unemployed or underemployed so if you look at that in comparison to the um, national unemployment rate which is you know hovers at around five percent I mean it's it's scary numbers um, but it also does tell us that there is a huge pool of people out there who are um, able to be employed are willing to be employed and want to be employed so um, when we're talking to recruiters and we're talking to employers and, and they're having difficulty filling vacancies or they're looking at different ways of doing things, I mean, there's a, there's a big market out there that can be tapped into. And I guess some of what we're trying to do at BCA is to showcase that market um, and also talk about it um, so that we can provide the right resources and tools to people to be able to tap into the market. 
When we look at these figures, it's important to understand that uh, the figures aren't come by in the same way that general unemployment figures are come by, are they? Because um, blind and vision impaired people get the blind pension in Australia and therefore aren't necessarily on the uh, on the job market. So when we talk about 50 to 60% of uh, people who are blind or vision impaired who are potentially employable being underemployed or unemployed, we're really talking about 50 to 60% of the people who are registered with job providers. Is that the case? It depends which way you look at it, but I'm, there's a lot of research that goes into, you know, figures and numbers and stats around, you know, who's employed and who's unemployed. And when you look at uh, employment services and who they place in employment and how long that employment lasts, um, you know, sometimes the figures are skewed one way or another, depending on on what you're looking at. But I mean, what we have found through our research is that there are significant numbers of people who are educated, who are trained, um, who in many instances have significant qualifications, um, but maybe have missed out on some on-the-job experiences. I mean, you know, a person who's blind or vision impaired didn't have, may not have had an opportunity to to, done, to have done some part-time work while they were in high school or, you know, the, the general experience of being able to go and work at McDonald's and gain those skills and understand those workplace practices, um, they're not available sometimes. So it means that some of those soft skills are really, have really, really been missed out on. Um, and I guess looking at our internship program is, is how we would plan to uh, help some of those people to develop some of those skills to be successful in employment. So um, the, I, the stats and the, the numbers change from, from time to time in the way that you look at them. I guess what we're focusing on is the capacity that employers have to bring people into employment um, and knowing that we have a pool of people that we can put into those roles. Well, it's a bit of a rolling project at the moment and it's and it's happening in stages. So at the moment, we're just um, developing our resources and, and making sure that we've got all of the information that we need to support the, the various stages of the project. Um, we've recently put a call out for expressions of interest for people that would want to be involved in sharing their stories in the videos. And we've had a great response to that. And we'll, we're currently going through the, um, the expressions and we'll be finalising the people that we'd like to uh, appear in those videos. Um, I guess the next step after that will be looking at the internship internship program um, and once we've spoken to the employers and we've identified the roles, the locations, the organisations, the skills, the experiences that we're looking for, we'll then speak to our members and see who would be interested in wanting to take a position within those internship programs. So um, that's definitely something we'll be looking um, for the members to be involved in. Um, but more immediately, we're seeking some information um, for our website from your members that uh, relates to what people would like to see in terms of resources, um, questions that they would like answered on the website about employment. So if people have ever wanted to ask a question um, of an employer or of a recruiter or about their resume or certain ways to um, present at an interview or anything like that, we're, we're more than happy to take those questions and um, answer them on the website. So if people are wanting to contribute something to that page on the website, we're asking them to email in or call into BCA and let us know and we'll definitely um, put their feedback in there and um, hopefully be able to showcase some of those questions and answers on the website.
This is uh, a project that's going to be run over the next 12 months or so. Where to from there? Is it uh, likely or possible that uh, BCA will um, make something like this a more formal part of its uh, ongoing work? I think there's always opportunity um, to continue on with, with projects that we've started. I think um, once you've got the bones of something, it's a lot easier to access additional funding to have a bit of a continuum of it. Um, and we would definitely look at continuing to provide our website and the resources and some of those learnings that have come out of it. So there's definitely opportunity to um, not just complete the project, but then to maybe leverage that to do some other things around um, employment and leadership into the future. Naomi, thanks very much for uh, joining us and I wish you luck with the project and no doubt we'll hear from you as it, uh, as it moves through the phases. Thanks so much Vaughan for your time. Naomi Barber there, heading up the Economic Participation Project with Blind Citizens Australia. If you'd like to know more about that, you can contact Naomi. 1-800-033-660 is BCA's number, or you can contact naomi.barber at bca.org.au. You'll remember some time ago we spoke with Stephen Belbin about the New South Wales ACT State Division and specifically their Spring Into Action program. Well, Stephen sent me a few dates coming up this Saturday on uh, the... Coming up this Saturday, October the 19th, and uh, I haven't got time to read the entire description, but uh, let's give you an idea of what's, uh, what's happening. If you're living in the Tweed Valley area, you can uh, visit Tropical Fruit World. Boarding a bus to go and visit Tropical Fruit World, and uh, you'll be able to experience the plantation and some fruit picking, as well as, of course, fruit tasting and a bit of lunch afterwards. If you'd like to know more information, you can contact the branch president, Suzanne Hudson is her name, and she's available on 0431 399 845. That's 0431 399 845. As well as that, in the Newcastle Hunter Valley area, that's uh, Stephen Belbin's branch, in fact, he's the RSVP contact for this particular one, also this coming Saturday, October the 19th, You'll be visiting the historical Bank Hotel Dungog. So boarding the Northern Rivers XPT train, travelled on that one many times myself, heading to Dungog. I haven't been there. Looking through the town and specifically the Bank Hotel for lunch. One of the oldest hotels in New South Wales apparently. A good opportunity to network, meet some new friends and uh, hopefully we can uh, encourage some people to join the branch as well. If you'd like to go to that one, you can contact Stephen. And his number is 0409-000-100. So 0409-0001-Dahlia. That ends this week's program. I'm Vaughan Benison. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, 1-800-033-660 is the number. 1-800-033-660. Email bca at bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams